0: Hey guys this week on the awesome cast we talk about windows phone 8 facebook are they really screwing you why do they keep changing crap and uh a little bit about ios 6 and how awesome is it gonna be and will it save podcasting or really is it just kind of going wherever it's going anyways this week awesome cast Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to AwesomeCast 107 from right here in Pittsburgh, PA, in the studios. I'm Mike Sorg uh, with you as usual. Over on the couch, there he is. It's Chachi of Chachi. I'm sorry of InsertCoinToBegin.com. Hi, hey guys. Close <laughs> <was> that pause. <laughs> Dramatic. <laughs> Dramatic pause. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. And with us from his home studio desk. Is Rod Rod De La Creta. How you doing?
1: Hi, uh, I'm good. I'm busy. Uh, I, Uh, it's a really nice day in Pittsburgh.
0: It is. It is so bright. You're you're a sh- pixelated shadow, and <laughs> I guess this is how we're gonna roll with it then.
1: Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I'm I'm made of pixels, really. I'm not. There's no atoms here. It's all it's all bytes. Mm-hmm. So sounds we're like just you're gonna roll with it.
0: Sounds like you're on a phone. That's weird. But we'll go with it. We'll go with it. Um, so this is the Awesome Cast where we like to talk about tech and just geek out and and, and uh, talk about the stuff that's going on in the week and anything we've come across and anything like that. Uh, well, You can find us over at AwesomeCast.com or drop us an email at contact at AwesomeCast.com. Of course, we're on Twitter at AwesomeCast. And uh, go check us out. We're on Google+. Plus. You can join us in the Hangout if you'd like. And... Uh, which I'm going to start right now. And uh, (laughs) we're also on Facebook, I said Twitter as well. Um, So go drop any comments with us, uh, hashtag AC107 for this episode, of course. And join us live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern more or less uh, for the awesome cast. You can join us in the chat room and everything at live.sorgatronmedia.com. So let's get with it. We actually had a little bit of fan interactions I wanted to share uh, with you guys this week. Um, long time listener of the show here, as I understand it, Robert Galt on Twitter, um, was asking here, he heard rumors of Twitter charging. This is just rumors, right? Um, I, I did clarify. With the, <laughs> this is one of those. I know Rob, Once but, every but, show. but this, is a, this is a question that comes up and I think it needs to be addressed at least to quell people's fears. Right. Am I right? No, no, no. Which just ignore Literally,
1: li- literally don't get me started. I'm going to pull that.
2: Okay. Oh, <laughs> get them started.
1: Go, 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 go. Well, I mean, All right. be- get them, Rob. Nobody, nobody's going to charge you for your AOL account. Nobody's going to charge you for your Tumblr.com account. Nobody's going to charge you for your Twitter account. Nobody's going to charge you for your Google account. And if you don't reply to this email from GeoCities in the next 30 days, you're not going to shut down your account.
0: <laughs> exactly. We're we done? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, is I, I, and this, is, this is just a rumor thing. I mean, it, this isn't, I don't think this is addressing a <coughs> retweet this so you don't get charged kind of email, which, I, I, are, which is a message I think I've seen all the way back on ICQ some, uh, you know, 10, 12 years ago. So, I mean, oh, this, yeah. this has been going on forever.
1: Right? Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's basically like, so it, it comes as, sort of like easy sense to us that the idea that a a service that's built on free usage i.e. most of the internet at this point um is never just going to flip a switch and say like screw you guys pay us money it doesn't work that way it works around monetizing the free user because requiring somebody to give you money to sign up is an exponential barrier like a huge berlin wall of problems that arises so these services will always be free i can personally guarantee without any uh any notable personal connections to the twitter crew that you will never ever 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 have to pay for twitter unless they decide to come up with some kind of crazy premium business package or something like that and then you might it, have to pay money for that exactly. So you will never get an email in your inbox you now owe us money if you wish to continue using the service
0: and i think that's the biggest mm-hmm. thing is, is the only thing you're maybe ever going to see is to get charged to get rid of ads you know i mean we see this on stuff like justin tv and Ustream that we broadcast this on um there are probably always going to be free but if you want to get rid of those annoying ads you can drop them 10 bucks a month or if you're a provider you drop them god i think it starts at a 100 dollars a month for us um but it's the same with Facebook, same with Google. I mean, there's, I guess there's certain things with Google that they do charge for uh, if you're a business user. Um,
1: but again, you right, know. Right, but there's no services that, like, you started using for free. And then they're like, nope, not going to be free anymore. Done deal.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the people that do that are, are ones that are having trouble with the business model. Like startups that, that haven't reached that point and are trying desperately to make money, I think. Oh. Like, usually that's the last thing they do. Before something like that goes under. But no, yeah, I, I, I don't think, yeah, Twitter, you're going to start seeing ads. And, and I, it, if the ads get bad enough, and you're, you're going to start seeing stuff. Like, have you seen the hashtag NASCAR thing that's going on? No. If you go to Twitter.com, and let me see if I can uh, pull it up here for you guys. If you go to Twitter.com and just search, where's your search ads? Okay, search.twitter. And just type in NASCAR, a funny thing happens here. That was, uh, they, 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 that I've seen on a few shows talking about this this week. You get a branded NASCAR page.
1: Wait, hold on. So if I go to Twitter.com. Yes. And I spell it right. Hold on. Twitter.com. <clears throat> and then uh, in, the, in the, whoa. Oh, I guess it wants me to sign in on the internet.
0: Just go to search.twitter.com if you just want to search.
1: Okay, search.twitter.com. Search. I haven't used this keyboard in a while. Um, that's cool. Switch. uh, Search.twitter.com appears not to exist. That's weird. Well, anyways, you get this. Anyway. You get this brand. You go to the the thing. You just put in the search term NASCAR is what you're saying? Yes,
0: and you get a hashtag NASCAR page, and it's a... a, It's a branded page with a nice backdrop and everything like that. And this is uh, definitely something that's monitored. Like, you're not going to see a NASCAR sucks comes up on this. Um, But if you go to this little link right here, it says view all tweets. That's hidden over there. You will get the actual search results for NASCAR or hashtag NASCAR. Mm -hmm. So NASCAR has bought this space for mm-hmm. the initial landing page for your search for NASCAR or, uh, or hashtag
1: NASCAR, and you can sign up to get closer. Yeah, right. it, it, and, so, and so the the real basic thing to understand about this is that since Twitter's launch, you know, since the launch of most startups, the big question is, like, if you read any of the Cory Doctorow stuff or any of that nonsense about, um, not nonsense because it's bad nonsense because there's a lot of it, uh, if you read any of that stuff about, uh atoms versus bytes and and how we make our money these days because uh you can't reproduce atoms but you can reproduce bytes indefinitely it means that nine times out of ten when you create a digital product or service you should be inclined to offer it for next to nothing and then the question is well if i'm going to offer it for next to nothing how do i make money and the way that twitter can say that we will never ever charge you for this sort of thing is by giving this opportunity to to, a uh an organization like nascar and saying, hey, if you throw us what I'm sure was uh, probably in the digit, mm-hmm. uh then when somebody searches for NASCAR, they're going to get the sweet thing with your logo and pictures all over it, and you get to control what that is. Exactly, exactly. NASCAR is currently paying for your free Twitter account.
0: Exactly. So, so that, you're the th- that, that they can... Control the message of what NASCAR is on Twitter that you see initially, at least they, they at least give you that option to get by. But it's really how many people are going to see that little, you know, that little thing. Um, and then other things, Twitter are doing like if you go to like I jumped on the Pepsi page, here's the code page. They get a little bit of a redesign, like they get this extra banner here. Pepsi had like some kind of promotion in the banner, um, like they're getting like extra features like this, you know, um, you're starting to see again promoted tweets actually there's one right here uh right in the middle of the page um that, t- that this will pop up in your feed sometimes i think i've seen some stuff by starbucks you know i mean and you're starting to see the new form- reformatted tweets which i think wall street journal is is one of them it might is that sound right i know like okay. a few different ones where they they can actually kind of format uh their tweets i don't see if they've started them yet um, they may not have kicked in just yet. Maybe it's New York Times, but um, so you're going to start seeing, you know, more than the standard 180 ca- or 140 character, you know, one text size thing. You're going to see headlines and subheadlines and stuff like that going out in certain tweets. And I, and my, my, I imagine this is something that's going to you're going to see on the website, probably in certain clients that'll abide by this in their API. Um, So you're starting to see Twitter do something, and they kind of had to, right, Rob?
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, every startup is in this weird position where you want to offer this digital service or whatever, and you want to offer it for free because free is a fantastic price. Free is what works. I mean, the... Mm -hmm. Skating the line of free is what created the most successful music marketplace on the internet and in the world realistically, which is iTunes where they said you know it figured out the sweet spot in which people are willing to pay 99 cents a track, not a dollar, but 99 cents and figuring out that monetary value is super important. So <clears throat> as with all these services, like Tumblr just released a really uh, a really fantastic uh, update to their iOS app and in an interview with David Carr, somebody said, you know, are you guys going to start charging for this? He said, oh, we're never going to charge for it. But eventually we have plans to institute, um, uh, institute ads into the, the application. And it's just ads are what makes it work. So we're, we have been for a while, like this isn't news or anything, but we've created this sort of pseudo marketplace for everything digital in which the existence of everything digital is supported by the existence of everything else digital in that you're currently using product A and somebody else wants to remind you that product B exists and they're willing to pay for that. Mm-hmm.
0: It's an advertising platform in the long run. so. Mm -hmm. there you go uh we had another one that was tweeted to us today uh we are starting to put a call out say because i mean you know rob you and i were busy we we have our outlets that we're seeing news on through the week and we want to kind of open it up to everybody uh to see you know what's kind of caught their eye what are they interested in uh miss bossy pants actually retweeted us uh hey wait a minute let's
1: clear that up miss bossy no pants
0: no pants there
1: you go yes it is yes it is
0: um well, she retweeted from the Daily Intel uh, about a Facebook insider uh, spilling early secrets. Uh, now, this is an article from uh, over on New York Magazine. Um, I'll bring it up here. Uh, this is for a book coming out called "The Boy Kings" about the early days of Facebook. I guess she was an employee uh, in the early days, of course. Um, I mean, this is this is kind of you know if you if you depending on how much you believe in like the Facebook movie and. I mean, what we hear about uh, uh zuckerberg some of this doesn't really surprise me it's unfortunate but it doesn't really surprise me um it's talking it talking about sean parker being a party animal uh at the 2007 coachella music festival um los los l-o-s-s-e is her name apparently um and a group of fellow facebookers rented a house and took an axe like Daft Punk and Ratatat. Uh, one night during the festival, she writes, "Sean Parker, Facebook's first president and co-founder of Napster, showed up at the house with uh with her and was told and was later told was a doctor's bag full of drugs, which everyone pol- politely declined. Of course, you know we saw something like that in the Facebook movie, so it's nothing really new. Just I guess uh hand accounts. Um, this is interesting. Um, on Zuckerberg's 22nd birthday." Uh, Facebook's employees were given the instructions women were supposed to wear a T-shirt with Mark's picture on it, and men were told to wear Adidas sandals in a tribute to Zuckerberg's trademark trademark flip-flops. Others might have uh, seen his incident birthday homage to the boss, and but she saw it as idol worship. So, I mean, just weird little things that happen in there. I don't know. It's interesting.
1: Uh, I get the feeling that this isn't... Cause the way, so we're talking about this, and the people who are going to read this is mostly uh like the same sort of people who would read the steve jobs bio i know there's a there's like a huge divider in there but the general like i'm interested in reading about the founders of tech sort of people and you and i listen to the story of this book and we're both like this is not surprising this is yeah yeah this, isn't this news. is classic story of the programmer is what this is yeah because it's just like Dudes running a startup, dudes are going to act like dudes and run a startup in the way they see fit, which may or may not include asking the female at your company, your multi-billion dollar company to wear a, a, a t-shirt with your picture on it, which I'm also sure was not his idea. It was like somebody else's idea and it was just a funny thing. But the tone, the, the entire tone of all of the quotes that I see from this author make it seem like she's personally slighted against her experience at Facebook, like it was a big surprise to her. Definitely. Like, people actually run a company like this? Really? Really? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean,
3: it's... It, <laughs> like, it,
1: it, yeah, go, and it's not good. even just tech. It's like, go stop at a truck stop for a minute, man. It's all dudes, and mm-hmm. all dudes behave in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Not to, like, you know, type genre, sexist, sexist and, and all that sort of thing, but they're 20-something guys, and they're running a company, which means they have a certain amount of power under their belt. So they're going to act like it. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, if I had a startup and I had a billion dollars or whatever, to my name, and I had a party at Coachella, heck yeah, I'm gonna have Daft Punk. Why? Because I can. Because that makes me awesome. Wear my sandals and my t-shirt.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. When left unchecked like that, you're you're gonna have that.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like so. I feel like this this whole book is more like. As a very sensitive individual, I was hurt by my experience at Facebook, so I'm going to pretend that this was a big surprise so that people want to read it when it's really just I was personally surprised by how dude-like these dudes were in running a company that was owned, founded, and continues to be run by dudes.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, But something more relevant and recent. um, Facebook changed everybody's email address this week, or last week, actually.
3: Surprise! (laughs) Surprise! (laughs) <laughs>
0: so so, if you go to a person's contact page, where I would usually have, like, my email address, you know, at gmail.com or whatever, it's now a at facebook.com address, which I guess presumably goes to your messages, right?
1: Yeah, because it goes, it goes, I actually had to explain
0: this to somebody. Okay. Explain it to me, Rob. Okay. Explain me what's happening okay. here.
1: So what happened is Facebook decided, um, you know what? People are already getting their messages on Facebook, and to be totally fair, we, we let them know in no less than three ways by default that they've received a message. You get a little notification on your thing, mm-hmm. you get an email about it by default, um, and you you might get like a push notification on your phone or, or something like that. So they, they cover their bases, they make sure that you know in any way, shape, or form that you have received a message. So they say, you know what, we convinced everybody to give themselves a username, so... Why don't we just set up a little redirect? So any email sent to uh, I like the Internet at Facebook.com goes to this guy's his, his Facebook message thing, which means that when he goes to correspond with people, he'll be on Facebook.com, which means, back to our earlier conversation about free Internet services, you do not pay for Facebook currently, and you will never have to pay for, first, for Facebook because of those little ad things on the side and all of the data that they collect about how you use the Internet, basically. Um, so they decide they're going to flip the switch in the good old fashioned uh, opt-out idea of Facebook, in which they, they change they change options now and ask questions later. And uh, tip- so everybody, if you look at your profile, if you go to uh, here, we can do a little tutorial. I'll go to my Facebook thingy here. So you're going to go to facebook.com. Here, I'll go to.
0: My, I'll do it. I'll do it here, so we can visually uh, go
1: follow along. Yeah, no. so uh, then you're going to go, you're going to click your name in the upper left-hand corner, and you're going to see your own profile, right? You're going to hit the About button on your profile. And then uh, under Contact Info, um, you're going to see, like, mobile phone, address, screen name, uh, website, and then it's going to say email address, and chances are, if you, this is news to you, Um, under email, it's going to now say whatever your, you know, you set up your facebook.com slash, in my case, ROBJDLC. It now has, under email, ROBJDLC at facebook.com. And if somebody were to try to use that, it's going straight to your Facebook inbox.
0: And mine's going to MikeSorg at gmail or I'm sorry, at facebook.com.
1: Right. So uh, real quick, if you want to change this, you want to click the edit button in the top right there. And then it's going to load a little doobly-doo, and you scroll down you uh, or do you <sighs> oh it's uh right up right up at the top there so it's oh, gonna look. have your emails and it still has your own email listed now this is and weird. then you want to pay attention
0: well this is got? this is weird though because now i go to it and i have yeah. uh who can see that you know your little thing uh column of who can see this uh friends can mm-hmm. see my my email address that i put in but i'm the only yeah. one that can see the at facebook
1: one Right, which is also the default that not a lot of people are talking about because it doesn't make a good news story if you only change profiles for you. Uh,
0: So if I go to anybody uh, else's and they haven't touched any of this, this is actually, I will not see this on anybody else's profile. Everybody's seeing it on their own profile, freaking out, not realizing nobody else can see
1: it. Right. So this is basically a good way to acquaint yourself with all the privacy features of Facebook because they did change it. And I'm not going to speak for everybody, but it's my experience and your experience. I haven't done any research on the topic, but it seems like what you're saying is exactly true where they added this email to your email, but there are privacy options for what happens when you look at your profile and when somebody else looks at your profile and somebody else has subcategories of complete strangers or people in your networks or your friends. So by default, it adds your whatever at facebook.com is something that only you can see, not your friends, not anybody else, just you. What you can do, however, is on the right-hand side, it'll be shown in timeline. I think by default it does show it in your timeline, but not like in the normal thing, whatever that means. I can differentiate that. So what I did is the left-hand block is only me, and the right-hand circle is hidden from timeline. That way I can assure that nobody will ever see my Facebook.com email address. Not that it really matters. Because I get an email containing the email at any given time, but it's slightly in. Exactly, exactly.
0: Well, thank you for clearing that up there, Rob. And now I'm getting more acquainted with my... I I still have to go and figure out how to get rid of... uh, They they released something a couple weeks ago. It was like special friends that you see every little thing they post. And it's great, except for I don't need to see when Wheels shares the event that I'm already going to three times a day. That comes to my phone now.
1: Yeah, it goes, it's basically, it's a revamp of the subscriptions feature that it they is. rolled out a lot.
0: But it's like a close friend's subscriptions feature, you know. It, yeah. it's, it's But but they still have subscriptions otherwise, So somebody can go subscribe to my thing. Because I know there's a lot of people, like, I see pop in, and they don't really fit in my people I want to see things or see their things. And, and seriously, huh. if, you, if I don't friend you back, just subscribe to my thing. Just, I'm trying to manage how many people I see. Um, and yeah. that's becoming a problem, at least for me um
1: i will say that when they first rolled out the the new close friends thing everybody that i was subscribed to was moved to close friends yeah Yeah. oh
0: really really that's that's interesting (laughs) i don't know It, it, it it always discourages me it definitely is discourages people when i show them all this stuff and i keep Reiterating, look, this will change. They change things without telling you or with little notice or you'll change it and not know how to go back, you know? And then most people, that's where most people end up going to Twitter or Google plus if they're investigating all their options, at least for like, right. for and the it's... new people, because I, I can't, I seriously can't imagine being a new person and looking at Facebook, you know, and, and it making any sense to them.
1: Right. And it has a lot to do with, so, you know, I use the internet and you use the internet and, and we're just kind of used to the idea that, like, you know, we see a news story that says that Facebook did this thing. They didn't tell you about it, but they just did it. And and it in, it's invasive to your privacy. And you and I look at it and we're like, nah, all right, got to go figure out how to change that thing. Whereas somebody who uh, did not grow up in this sort of environment or is relatively, like, not as entrenched in the, as in the Internet as we are, mm-hmm. you try and, like, figure out the real-world metaphor for this. Which, like you, you know, know uh, your mailman just around your neighborhood and told everybody what your favorite food is,
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: and you you just don't know how to handle it. So it it it's a it's a comfort thing. And so the the question to be asked from all this is: Will we? Will there either be a gigantic privacy backfire, which will I'm just going to say will never happen enough that organizations like Facebook are much more cautious about making this sort of changes, or do we just get used to this sort of uh, dynamic uncertainty of where, of the information that you've given to an organization like Facebook, like where that ends up. Mm-hmm. Like there are, there are organizations that I've given information to. For instance, uh, I use hover.com for all my domains. I don't expect at any time that Hover will suddenly start to share the private information that they are. You, you can uh, you can save your whois information on your domain to your domain and tells you the name and address of the person who owns it. They offer for free the ability to hide that. I at no point expect them to turn that off for existing domains that I've registered that have the privacy features turned off. Because you pay for it. That's the name. Right, because it, it's a for them it's a this is a free feature that you normally have to pay for. But at the same time, it's a, it's it's a much more serious thing where. It's a service that is literally just buying domain and it's your business or whatever is attached to it. So it's the whole context of it is a lot more than just sharing kitten pictures on Facebook.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So the, 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 the idea they give you there is that this is not going to change. And if it does change, what will happen is you'll get an email about it well ahead of time and they're not just going to flip it off. They'll give you options because it's a much more professional environment where Facebook, is just a complete free for all. But again, it's one of those things where you and I are comfortable with this environment, so we can recognize that Facebook is a free for all, Hover is not a free for all. Yep. Um, you know, Google Wave, big question mark, anything beta, kinda <laughs> weird. At the same time, Amazon.com is not ever gonna like purposely publish all your credit card numbers.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: So we have a feeling for this, but most people don't. So it's all welcome to the gray area of privacy on the internet.
0: Um And this is another question uh, coming up from Sonic Screwdriver in the chat room. I wonder how much spam will be coming down the pipe to your new email account. You know, that is a good question because if everybody has, for us it's usually, because RobJDLC, is that your shortcut, like facebook.com slash that? Yeah. So Uh it's not too hard to figure out everybody's Facebook email address from here.
1: Yeah, and that's that's all spidered by Google. So realistically, if you wanted to be a spam maven, you could just look up all the Facebook accounts on Google and use those email addresses.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of scary, and I'm surprised nobody's hit on that yet. There's got to be some, maybe yeah. they have some spam already, uh, spam protectors already uh, in place there. So, uh-huh. um, so let's touch on uh, Microsoft, or I'm sorry, Windows Phone 8, is the new one. Uh, there, they had their big uh, event, phone event. Uh, I don't even remember what's called. What is what is it? What is their big phone event that they just had? It's some kind of developer conference, right? Um, but they unveiled uh, Windows Phone 8 last week. Um, some of the big things from it is going to support DirectX. There you go. So it's going to have some similar tools to what you see in Xbox and Windows gaming that, that everybody uses these days. It's pretty much it's pretty much the standard, right? Uh, as far as working with uh, your your computer at least, and at least you know developing. That's how they get. It's pretty much a software la- layer between uh, uh, your game and the drivers. So it'll be nice that they kind of have parity with that. Um, they have a new uh, home screen, which I don't completely understand yet. I, a lot of cool stuff, I'm sure, but you know, we're just kind of—I haven't really gotten into entrenchedness. So I don't really know how how Windows Phone goes in general now. Uh, it looks like you can resize tiles. You can. Uh, there's more live tile support with it. Um, So the big kicker of this is, though, is if you, uh, you know, you've been on the Windows Phone bandwagon maybe already. uh, Checked out Windows Phone 7. Maybe you picked up that. That's got to be a small bandwagon. I'm sure it is. But let's say you. it's more like a pickup truck, isn't it? I'm sure. I'm sure it's it's Mm -hmm. I'm sure I'm sure it's small. I know it's small. I mean, we've seen the numbers for cell phone usage. It's a small number, but it, but to be that person and you jumped on that, you picked up your Lumina, you picked up whatever, and and you're rocking it and say, okay, this is the next big thing. And you've just been told that Windows 8 will will no chance in hell. Even if you buy the new one between here and when Windows 8 is Windows Phone 8, excuse me, is released, you will not be getting Windows Phone 8. There is absolutely no upgrade path. To Windows Phone 8 as a whole. What you do get as an alternative is Windows 7.8, which, while has some of the new tile features, will not have all the features. Like I believe DirectX isn't a part of this. Um, I don't know, but most of the major features of Windows Phone 8, Windows something developed for Windows Phone 8 specifically, will not, of course, run on this. You know what this sounds like? what android android <laughs> <laughs> it's a little clearer the android though isn't it it's just staying straight this is the cutoff point
1: which have I'm, you ever seen a windows phone in the like a modern windows phone in the wild no
0: absolutely not i i like i and i don't know maybe well maybe by the time PodCamp comes around i've been to too many tech events really uh where people don't have iphones and android you know devices you know um and I really do I see
1: plenty I see plenty of blackberries in the business environment and yeah. I see plenty of androids in the tech environment. I can firmly say that never once in my conscious tech life have I seen a windows phone in use in the wild.
0: Now AJ's calling out that he has had one. But he's he kind of you know passes
1: through phone. he was he was talking when well, he's a he's a special case i mean i had one for a minute too because yeah. i was reviewing it but, but. i
0: mean just come across oh hey what are you using oh you got a you got a windows phone eight how's that working for you you know I yeah mean, i mean
1: even like i want to find somebody's mom who walked into the verizon store and said that windows phone looks great
0: mm-hmm. sonic says his company phone is windows so we're getting our cases right out of the chat room now um <laughs> but you know still you know like when i come across somebody that has a droid or a Or a a Samsung Galaxy or something. You know, I say, hey, how's that working out for you? And, you know, discussions ensue and, you know, fanboyism kicks in. Um, But, yeah, but no, I I haven't really come across Windows in a while. But that's a small sector, you know, of people I run Right. So is
1: it going to get smaller?
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. This definitely isn't. This doesn't, definitely doesn't put much faith in it if you were into Windows Phone and you see how they treated the people, the early adopters, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, so, like, for, like, death toll watches, Nokia is certainly on the Death Wish. Death, Death, death Wish. List. Death, death, death List. Death, death, death List. is on there, surprisingly mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. BlackBerry, absolutely, hilariously, on the death list
0: rumors of them getting split up this week which they completely say that i think i went the, the, about getting split up and sold off uh, yeah which which uh blackberry apparently responded that that's a fantasy
1: that's a fantasy i don't know mm, if it's their fantasy. fantasy or our fantasy you know who said that was a fantasy the 56 year old dudes who are still sitting on the board of a company that's desperately treading water
0: exactly exactly They're like
1: oh that'll never happen Get back
0: in the kitchen <laughs> I mean but hey you know I think they're doing the right thing they just gonna need to get it in more people's hands and I and cheaper phones like the lumina Lumia are, are the thing it's just now who the hell is gonna pick up a Windows phone knowing this of course you're gonna have people walking in the store to say hey you know what's this and they're not even going to think about an upgrade path because they're just want to get a smartphone
1: yeah I mean so the but they say like you know the nobody's going to pick this up knowing this, but the thing is, I feel like the people who pick up Windows phones today don't know what they're getting themselves into. That's why they pick up a Windows phone.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, if it's obvious, so like, say you put me in a box, and I have the option of Windows or Android, I'm going to go Android, no questions asked. If you have Android or or iOS, I'm going to go iOS. If it's iOS or Windows, I'm going to go iOS. If it's, I don't know, Kunix, or Linux, or any bare Unix-based device, I'm still going to head that direction instead of Windows. But that's because I know better.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: I, I just, I just, I just don't understand with the tiles and everything. I don't, and the, don't get me started on the surface. But
0: <laughs> so, um, there, we had an article in here about new features uh, that have cropped up in uh, iOS six. But you're actually using the beta, aren't you, Rob?
1: Uh, yeah, my iPad and my iPhone. And uh, my developer today and I were actually just comparing how broken our phones were in various states of beta usage. Because <laughs> uh, apparently iTunes U, if you have iTunes U, if you uh, try to launch anything inside iTunes U, it just closes out of the app.
3: Which
0: I think they're they are tearing that out of the... Or is it its own app now?
1: It's its own app, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it is its own app. It's not built into it. So... Uh aside from that what
0: new features are sticking out there uh, aside from the bro- you're gonna have the brokenness that's why I decided oh. not to dive into it this this early again yeah. like I did last year
1: that's the fun part um, so <laughs> things that are cool that I'm appreciating uh, in beta 2 just rolled out last night little touches like so if you have oh if you dropped your phone uh, if you pull down your notification center the little uh, the thingy thingy there, that thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, On your calendar, if you don't have iOS 6 currently, it'll say like uh, such and such meeting today or yada, 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 tomorrow. I think it shows tomorrow. might show tomorrow. I don't know. But it won't tell you any time information about it. Now it does. Useful. Uh, Also down there, I don't know if you can see tap to tweet here. That's a new thing. So I can tweet right from there
0: nice um is facebook support already in there
1: facebook support is it's supposed to be rolled in there in this beta or the next beta but i haven't personally come across it
3: okay
1: um it's not so it's not like in there in a weird weird way where you're suddenly like oh god there's this thing i also have an iphone 4 not a 4s which means that i don't get fancy maps or do i Ooh, that was funny just found a bug for a second. Um, so apparently if you launch maps on the 4, there should be, get it up on the camera here. So right next to the little uh, home marker, right, uh, where's my finger in the camera? Right there, that guy. Next to that should be a 3D button if you have the 4S, which means you can do the cool landscape contour view of, of, uh, of the city you're in. Uh, Pittsburgh doesn't currently have 3D buildings right now, by the way. CMU, looking at you. It's your fault. And, uh, so that's not a thing, but mine came up for a second. But, so you have the turn-by-turn directed doobly do. You also have favorite new feature. I've been asking for this since the beginning. So, if I hit the search button, let me show you all the places I've been recently. It now says current location to home. Hmm. It's there every single time you hit the search button, which means... For all those times you've been at a friend's house or anywhere and you just need to get home, it's now two taps away.
0: Now I have mine saved in there, but I think I did that physi- like manually.
1: Right, yeah, oh, this takes care like of it. And this also means you don't even have to search for your own contact. It's always at the top of the list. So that's the thing. Um, and then there's passbook, which I just started to, to get work today. So passbook, uh, you have to go to a website to put a thing in, which means there's a part of the system that is missing. Um, you are not supposed to open the Passbook application and enter whatever your plane ticket is or whatever. There's supposed to be a link. Um, So right now the secret is you go to, uh, what is it? It's passsomething.com. I don't know what it is. You can Google it, I'm sure. And, And then it has all the fields that would build the ticket. So it has all the little CSS widgets that will build something that looks like that. But even though... So if you have the iOS 6 beta, you open Passbook, there's nothing there. There's like, It says, like, you can put plane tickets in here and stuff like that. Uh, but you can't actually enter anything. You have to do it through the website. So now I have this plane ticket thing, and I can swipe down and bring up the other thing I have in there, which is a fake coupon. These are all things I built in that. It's like PassSource.com or something.
0: Oh, cool. So and that's it. So you're actually able to develop something. Is this something that can work with your uh, trade show stuff, maybe?
1: Uh, yeah, it certainly could. I mean, you can totally. Because um, it's just you making, can build. It's making QR codes. Barcode is uh, the native barcode at least is a PDF four seventeen. I don't know if they have options for what kind of barcode you can use, but uh, a four seventeen is a two D barcode. You can stuff plenty of data in there, so it's certainly something that you could use as a, a trade show badge collection type thing. But you can format it like basically the the Skyport Airways thing, which is a fake ticket. Um, all of that was built in CSS. So, like the, nice. the plain, all that stuff, it's all built in there. And there's fields to fill in like all of your colors and everything. So, it's completely customizable. So, I'm really curious um, if this is something where vendors are going to have to work with them to build this into their newsletters, if this is a link you're going to receive, or it's a, yeah, it is passsource.com. Uh, I there's definitely something that we have not been told about pass of passbook about how it's going to function and how it's actually going to work. And it's basically things like, you know, Southwest Airlines has an application where you can load your tickets into it. Um, and this would bypass that functionality. right? So instead of using their application, you'd use this instead, which is, as we talked about much earlier, no good because now Southwest is not serving their own ads which means they're not making more money when you go to their thing. It means mm. It's all at the whim of Apple and iOS and all that good stuff.
0: So this is this is feels like another Apple play to take over more industries.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and will
0: everybody play ball, especially in green stuff like air air airlines?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, also uh, one of my favorite new features. If you call me, hey, uh, hey do you have your phone here? You do. You want me to I got it right here. Me?
0: I'll give you a call. Hold hey, on. call.
1: I mean, if you watch the the, the keynote about it or whatever, you know what this is, but it's definitely one of my favorite features.
0: All right. Calling.
1: Uh, 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 Waiting. Making a connection. Uh, Did
0: you change your number?
1: No. Should be the the three thing, thing. Okay. All right. So he's calling me here. And there's a little. Did you just hang up? Yeah, I did. I thought I wasn't going through. We're so bad at computers.
0: <laughs> I got three this bars the, down here.
1: I'm good. This is the most interesting part of the whole show. All right, exactly, call me back. Exactly.
0: Exactly. I'm calling you back. I am in the process of calling you back.
1: Okay. There's a little phone doodly.
0: Okay. And there's your slide to answering the phone. And this is the answer decline reply with message
1: remind remind me later that's the and, cool part uh, reply with later with message and then i have all these options okay so i'll pick one of these i'll pick a uh, whats up Okay, i went to voicemail he's got voicemail but i've already sent him a text message it says can't talk right now whats up yep
0: and i got the tr- i got the vo- uh the text right here on the phone so, yeah. so for all those, I mean, it's right one there, of those I'm things still where on the phone when you, you have w- with to do voicemail. it, it takes
1: like 15 button presses to make that happen. Yeah,
0: that's that's great.
1: Yeah. My know, wife is going to get
0: so many of these. Mm
1: hmm. And there's, you know, there's like 200 new features in iOS. And I, like, and I like
0: that, like, you can have it set to remind you later, like, and actually, like, if you set it, they said you, it sets up a geofence. So if it's like, remind me when I leave, like, I'm in a meeting, say, okay, as soon as I leave, I'll take care of that. It will actually yeah. remind you when you walk out of the geofence is set up, like, you know, leaving yeah. the building, leaving leaving the general area. That's right. tremendous. That's, That's your, it's your phone working for you and it's built in.
1: That's another thing about Pastbook that I, I don't know if they mentioned, um, but it does include geofences. So, for instance, I have this fake coupon for Paw Planet in here. Mm. That includes a, latin- a latitude and longitude, and if I get in proximity with that, my phone will remind me that I have a coupon for Paw Planet. Nice. Nice. This little stuff. And there, there's a bunch of other random stuff in there, but those are... Uh... Are there other apps that do that
0: already, like with coupons, though?
1: Uh, I don't know. They like, all suck, though. Yeah, because, yeah.
0: okay. it, it, well, you have to have a uh, location on, which is taking up battery because it's an application. It's not built in like Passbook is, I would imagine. So, yeah. that's... The, but oh, hey, you
1: keep that interface if you're into that stuff. What's that? That's new. Oh.
0: Yeah. There you go. Um, I also want to touch base on the new app. It just came out today, I believe. Uh, if you're, It's a bitch to search for, uh, the new podcast app by Apple. Um, their big revamp of it. Here, I'll pull it up here. And I don't know if how much you're going to be able to see. I'm actually not, not able mm-hmm. to connect mm-hmm. to iTunes. Mm-hmm. But if, if you can't search for it because there's all the other podcast apps in there. But if you go to the front page, it is the featured app right now. Um, mm-hmm. So it's really easy to get to on your iPad and iPhone. Excuse me.
1: Is it, uh, is it in top charts or whatever?
0: Um, it should be just on the front page, like in the front featured page.
1: Like, on, the, uh, on the internet, you're saying?
0: On, uh, if you go to the... Uh, app store
1: oh actually um if you go if you're on your phone you can go to top charts you hit top three it's mm-hmm. number six
0: well it's, if you go to featured it's it's right now the top one on featured um in top charts okay I, i'm sure it'll, it'll crop up as more people get it because this thing's going to be pushed big time uh right now i can't actually connect to the store for me, but I was checking it out early and actually it came on the iPad. I'll show that off a little bit. Uh, but it's nice because if you are already using like the music thing to see some podcasts and then sometimes I'll grab some off of there uh, that aren't in something like Stitcher and now it's not connected, it's not giving me the album mark, but it did earlier. Like it already pulled a episode of cocktail napkin. That I pulled onto my phone. I wanted to see probably like the PodCamp one from last year. So, and it, it does background syncing, I believe. Um, it, it's this interesting radio. Look to it though. It's like on the iPad one. Like here's this is um this is their look for um I guess it's your uh, your top stations and it's not yeah they're they're t- they having problems with the store so it's not loading everything but it's like a radio dial as you go through. There's Oprah, there's Oprah, um and and if you go across the top there's like the different like we're going arts, business, comedy. And there's different subsettings. like I'm in business right now, it goes careers, investing, uh, management and marketing, and it's going to pop over to comedy, you know, and then you just go up the chart from there. Uh, I see Adam Carolla, Kevin Smith. It looks like, Joe Rogan. Um, so it's an interesting look to it. Um, I don't know, you think this is going to be something that's going to revitalize podcasting a little bit, that where, where it's gone off- on its own with guys like stitcher guys like you know all the podcatchers out there that that try to make up for this you
1: know mm. i think it's gonna do diddly squat because <laughs> it's not built in yeah because it's not built in it's it's like you know they built in the uh the bookstore originally I remember that no, was a no, big deal They're like oh, originally books. I mean, this is, uh, so I just loaded the I application. You and I had to see that it's currently loading all of the podcasts that I already have on my phone, which is useful because I'm tired of hitting the music button and then all the other buttons. hmm Um, and if I hit, like, if I hit, like, back to work, it shows me all the things, and that's cool. Um, still no, no new Roderick, which is a heartbreak. What so, I mean, that's neat, but. I don't know, it's not built in, which means nobody's ever going to care about it. And it's not like, so Facebook doesn't have to worry about not being a built-in application because they have a billion users or whatever. But when you're talking about a sideline application that reproduces the functionality that the iOS, that the the operating system of the device already does, this just does it a little better, eh, nobody's going to sign up for that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I'm surprised. Like, I go to, I I just went into the iTunes store to try searching for like back to work, just to see what how podcasts look up. And there's nothing that really pops up to say, hey, hey, you know, we have a podcasting app now. That's what needs to happen. Exactly.
1: Like, like um, there was yeah, they need to push it in there. But like where they stand is that you know you're still going to get your mail, but there's this option to get your mail from a guy in a slightly nicer hat. (laughs) Like, why do I care?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I it could, it, but it's nice to see that they haven't completely forgotten about podcasts at this point.
1: No, I mean, I think they understand as most, as, yeah, certainly most news organizations push towards releasing podcasts. I mean, NPR has been at the forefront of this, but a lot more local stations and, and smaller organizations are starting to understand that FM radio is, uh, FM radio really is a thing that only exists in cars, Uh, and especially when you're in the urban environment. Cars are not necessarily the best way to get a hold of people. So putting out podcasts and things like that becomes more useful. You have better control of your content. You don't have to give to the likes of Clear Channel Media and that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. You can do what you want to do, what's best for your business, for your publication, and it makes more sense. So I don't think podcasting is in any way hurting for a uh, popularity or a number of listeners or anything like that. It's mostly just there's a lot more options than people used to yeah, have, yeah, so instead and, of there being one jar of peanut butter on the shelf, now there's 50 jars of peanut butter on the shelf. People are still buying peanut butter. They just might not be buying yours because there's so many options,
0: and there's so many better brands of it. Because now, now, you know, like we've mentioned, like we're competing with bigger names, guys like you know Joe Rogan and Kevin Smith. They're now in the same medium we are, you know, and uh, mm. and we've had this discussion in the past, but but now it's at least nice with that, and hopefully we'll see a little bit of that flow, you know, uh, as as people drill down looking for something actually new and different. So. So I, I, I it's new. It, it, it's good. I think it, it, it helps reinvigorate at least a little bit and say because you know everybody's kind of lo- sitting around looking around saying, what are we gonna do without iTunes since that's where most people are getting their podcasts. I think exponentially. Of course, stuff like Stitcher, iCatcher was mentioned, Downcast in the uh, in the chat rooms. Um, I mean, those are little pieces of the pies. I think, and, and they're getting bigger every day uh, as the podcasting side was neglected in iTunes. But still, like, at least there's some intention to this. It'll make it easier for people, uh, so they don't have to freaking sync their phone anymore. It's ridiculous. So, so looking looking forward to see how it goes. At least. So all right, what else we got here? What what time is it? Now oh, we can get one more in real quick. Um, <laughs> let's see what we got. Oh, let's talk about Louis C. C. K. Have you seen what's going on with him lately? Uh-uh. He well, remember he had a uh, his DRM free mm-hmm. sold his uh, 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 last comedy special, uh, self financed it put it out on his own site, no distributors, uh, anything like that. Now he's taking on tickets. Because, you know, anytime we go to, like, Ticketmaster or something, it feels like we've been, you know, given a new arsehole. Um,
1: <laughs> because saying it with the British way makes it much cleaner. I've go been watching on. a
0: lot of Doctor Who lately. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> so he cuts out the middleman by directing, uh, directly selling tour tickets online. Um, basically he's, he's, uh, selling the tickets online directly to the fans. No middleman. All tickets will sell for the actual face price of $45 without any taxes or additional fees. Well, he says is cheaper than anyone's paid to see him mm-hmm. in two years and half the cost of most tickets, uh, from last year, he explains. Um, and he goes on to say about how, you know, his tickets would get out there. There's the fees on top of it. Guys go and, you know, buy them and eBay them. Or, or scalp them and and that's bumped up all the prices they're actually putting limitations in there to make sure people don't buy multiple you know tickets with no intent of ever actually seeing him and just making a dime off of it um i think this is a pretty good run I because it, something needs to happen with ticketing Anytime you see something like, what well, we had Live Nation for a little bit that seemed like a competitor to Ticketmaster. And actually doing some interesting things, even though they're freaking Clear Channel. And they got bought by Ticketmaster, so it doesn't even matter anymore. Um, only problem is uh, the tour is going well, to run October to February. Uh, and he says it's going to be in some uh, new venues, as in ones that will actually take the non-Ticketmaster uh, ticketing systems. So, mm. so what do you think? This is a uh, outside
2: the box. Hopefully, it shakes up the ticketing systems a bit. No, they're too
0: big. Chelsea
1: yeah, well. thinks they're too
2: big. It won't. It, it they're. Mm. It, if anything, the the show times, or the show time period and dates and venues prove mm. that this isn't going to shake anything up. Because it is yeah. so obviously. Places. Obviously, he had a hard time finding places that would agree to this because of the, the deals with Ticketmaster.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, so it's they've already gonna, locked everything
0: in. It's not so. going to make a difference. But what if more people like this start start going to these other venues until it's not an option? Like, Say this guy and Kevin Smith and other people that they people can't.
2: want to see. Why the, not? It, the people that would have to do this in order for it to matter mm-hmm. can't go to places like they're going. They're too small.
1: Okay. Okay. So it, it wouldn't know because I, well, the it, question is, I mean, so a venue like uh, stage a E for instance, this is a new venue that is not owned by the same sort of people who own the much larger venues and operate like a more typical venue. So you look at uh, like our, our local large arena is a console energy center. And I know that the way they operate is much more like a traditional arena in that they pass it off to anybody else. And they say, like, you know, deal with Ticketmaster? Yeah, deal with Ticketmaster. Why? Because Ticketmaster does sports tickets. So then we're going to sign this contract for Ticketmaster that says that we're going to support and all events for Ticketmaster. But and smaller than other the, companies they might have, have the opportunity to say, we're not going to sign that contract. Yeah. Or we're going to go for a shorter contract. Or we're going to entertain the idea of supporting more things, even if it's not like what Louis C.K. is doing, but it's more along the lines of, we're not going to sign a blood contract with Ticketmaster in favor of, of signing uh, smaller contracts with organizations like clicks and taking a slight hit by take by making a shorter contract with Ticketmaster. So the I didn't say the ebb and flow already exists. I mean, Chachi, you're totally right that this is not something like Louis C.K. himself is not going to change anything. No. But no. the idea that just like when Louis C.K. did the did the show online and he asked for like five bucks for each person who downloaded or whatever. And he made millions of dollars that he donated to charity. When that whole thing happened, I guarantee that, you know, thousands of not just like band managers, but performers and people who are used to this very traditional and system that they've been entrenched in for the last five decades. Stopped for a minute and said, "Well, well, hang on. Maybe I should change what I'm doing."
0: And some of them did. Some of them important. did actually, because I, I was uh, following through on this story, and I saw some guys like Jim Gaffigan, and they named a couple other kind of bigger names you see a lot of her on Comedy Central, you know, with specials. Um, also, do the the online distribution thing like C- Louis C.K. does. They, they use it as a model. And, and as you see, like, maybe these are friends in that circle or anything, but as that gets bigger, maybe eventually, maybe they'll spread to something like the Blue Collar Tour, you know? You never know. Um, where they're... where they, I know. they. Wow, I know that's they,
2: such a weird... Weird thing to use as an example. <laughs> I don't know. That's the biggest. That's the biggest thing that, going right now, right? No, I, that I can think of. It's not even on anymore. No,
0: no. But but I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, even like something bigger like that. You know, if it gets, if it grows, and and maybe you know, people in that circle get it because these people over here are, and they're seeing, they don't have to deal with the middleman. Just like Kevin Smith said, screw the middleman in his productions um and that's you know kind of getting out and spraying a little bit you got you know him you got chris hardwick you got these other guys joe rogan uh, uh adam carolla is just saying you know stepping away from all that junk you know and maybe th- maybe this, this is a chance for something to happen there it yeah could. i mean it, it's the
1: exact same way that indie music started to become a much more successful venue where enough people got very honestly pissed off about it that they just completely re- completely refused the idea of signing a large record label
0: Exactly, exactly. It's the time for independence, ladies and gentlemen. It's also time for the end of the show. So let's wrap
2: it up here. Uh, Again, uh, Chachi, you're over at? Insertcointobegin.com. You got a podcast called? Insertcointobegin.com presents Let's Play. And that's going to be recorded? Right after this one. Actually at 8 o'clock p.m. (laughs)
0: Eastern Time, more or less, right here on live.socretronmedia.com, right? Correct. Yes, all of that
2: all that information all that stuff?
0: is that all accurate. Excellent, yes. excellent. That sounds about correct. Rob De La Crata.
1: Hey, you know when the uh, when the first blue collar comedy tour show went? Do you know a town the first blue collar comedy show was in? What's that? Omaha, Nebraska. Ah,
0: <laughs> never mind. They're never going to get it. They're never going to get it then.
1: <laughs> oh man, and, oh. and it's the the last show was in two thousand six.
0: The last. Well, what was the, Oh, they had a new that was a different tour that just came to Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. That, the, the, well, they have a DVD on um, Netflix, uh, on streaming, actually, that's from Console Energy Center.
1: The DVD here. was from 2003, actually.
3: No, no, the no one, this
2: is from last year. The one that's on Netflix is uh, from 2011, and it's not blue-collar, because that's four days. Yeah, it's
0: something new, right?
2: Yeah.
1: So uh, there was the blue-collar comedy tour, the movie, which was 2003. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah exactly. Um,
1: anyway. Anyway, yeah, so. plug something. Nebraska I uh what am I doing I uh <laughs> there's a chance there's a there's well there's a lot of chances up in the air but the one that I'll, I'll I'll vaguely mention because it's really funny I might end up going to the blog her conference blogger yeah blog her you know the mommy bloggers are you gonna be a mommy blogger I'm not going to be a mommy blogger, but I might be putting some uh, some ridiculous technology together for mommy bloggers, which is all just very funny to me. (laughs)
0: Awesome, awesome.
1: Yeah. Other than that, you know, making uh, inappropriate gestures on the internet. Um, Follow me on Twitter so I can touch you (laughs) inappropriately. Yeah. Whoa. Hey. Yeah. At
0: Rob J D L C on twitter of course i'm at sorgatron on the twitters you can check out my blog sorgatron.com check out all the rest of our content over at sorgatronmedia.com unsung let's play wrestling mayhem show and anything else all the dvd releases we got for all your wrestling fans out there again we're here live every tuesday 7 p.m eastern time at live.sorgatronmedia.com follow us on twitter at at awesomecast drop us an email contact at awesomecast.com like us on facebook Circle us on Google+. Plus. I'm still can't get used to that. Uh, drop in our Hangout. We got that. If we got you in the circle, um, and I'm gonna take this touches- quick
2: opportunity okay. to tell you that if you're not on Twitter, just get on Twitter. Just get on Twitter.
0: Yeah. Just what? What are you waiting for? Right. Exactly. There's nothing holding you back. It's easy. It's 140 characters. No pressure. It's probably the simplest thing you can do, and you don't have to worry about them changing your email address every week. Um, so thanks a lot. Thanks to our awesome chat room. You guys have been... Oh, we're coming for you, Rob. Holy hell.
2: All right, we have to go. The cops yes, are on the way. Right. Thank you to our awesome Rob, chat room. Rob,
0: Rob, You're Rob. You our awesome audience. Have an awesome week.
3: Oh man! Where are you Not at? There. Hey, sorry, I
0: turned you down there because he was going nuts.
1: <laughs> sorry. Yeah, it was like I could hear the sirens, and I realized I couldn't hear what you were saying. I'm like, oh, I bet that broke everything.
0: It got, it got bad. It got really bad God. here.